We are back with another edition of What's Up, Belly Up. This, this is kind of going to be a, maybe a special edition. Everyone hitting the coronavirus uh, real hard this, this week, obviously the past couple weeks, at least week and a half, I guess. We've kind of talked about it. So this is going to be our special uh, What's Up, Belly Up coronavirus, uh, I guess, special edition. We're going we're gonna to have a little uh, added treat at the mm-hmm. end. Uh, a couple of our staff here at, uh, at Belly Up decided we kind of asked them a question uh, you know, now that there's no sports, what are they going to do to pass the time? And, and uh, a lot of, a couple of them gave us some recordings, kind of, kind of funny to see what they're, they had in mind. But, uh, but before we get to all that, obviously, Zach, appreciate you being here with me again tonight, the handy Danny trustee co-host and also a co-host of puck puck pass. Uh, I'm glad you uh, made it after uh, making me sit here for the past 15 minutes while your dog took a shit. So yeah, dog takes forever, dude. But, hey, I'm glad to be here, man. I, like I was telling you, I got two screens now, so I probably won't be any better at this, but at least I feel better about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I see you. You're going to have the information. I'm, you're going to be the go-to now. You might be like the stat guy now. I'll hit you up and say, you know, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. But but obviously, like I said, uh, moving along, coronavirus special. Uh, not, not making any light of that, but we're going to have a little fun with it. Uh, well, we've been uh, in quarantine. Zach started off the first few days making some videos and posting. I haven't seen a video for a little bit. I, I got to do, uh, do another one. I got to do another one. But before we get to that, uh, you know, we went from no sports, absolutely nothing, to all, all hell breaking loose in NFL free agency. Whether you followed it in that close or not, uh, obviously you saw Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers. You saw the big things. But it has been crazy the past two days. Uh I know me and you, we followed, obviously, Twitter and, and paid attention, but we'll get right to it. What do you think about Tommy B leaving the Patriots, going to the Bucks? You know, what's your what's your thoughts? Uh, did, you, did you see – did you think he was leaving New England to start? I was leaning towards – and I, I don't think I ever – I don't know if I ever took a stance one side or the other. I might have when we had Kev on the show, but I still don't think – even in, I went on Corner Booth last week, and I don't even think I took a stance on whether I thought Brady was leaving or not. Uh, I'm not surprised that he's not going back to New England. I like how he did it and kind of like ruled them out before he it came. At least before we knew where he was going, which is now the Bucks. We're all assuming we'll find out tomorrow. Maybe we're which I, I actually heard I get stupid. Yeah, I yeah, I actually heard that until the last minute he was open to New England, but when Stefan Diggs. Uh, went somewhere when uh, uh, who am I thinking here? Why can't I think of Houston's wide receiver? I'm like, oh, Hopkins. When DeAndre Hopkins went somewhere else, he he looked at it at his organization at the time, the New England Patriots, said, if you're not willing to give me these receivers, you know, I'm not willing to stay here. I think that that's what I heard. Don't quote me. Maybe it'll come out, you know. But that's what I heard was the breaking point when he decided, you know, I'm out of here. They're not in it to win. So he essentially leaves that situation. Uh, no wide receivers, nothing. That that entire team has changed now. Um, then you go into Tampa Bay, where quite fittingly, him sliding over there, they never really sniffed the playoffs. They never really sniffed the Super Bowl. Adding him with that wide receiver core of Godwin and uh, Evans with O.J. Howard, you know, that's a match made in heaven, especially for Tom Brady that has been thrown to role players the past couple of years outside of Edelman. So, so I, th- I thought it was very fitting, um, surprising to me that the Bucks popped up. And I mean, I know, I know that he was linked there, but you know, in general, it just shows anything can happen. I think he's got still, he's still got about two more years in him. 
what what was your what was your stance when uh and i don't even remember, remember exactly what we all talked about or, or how i felt about was in that in that uh video in that uh picture you wrote an article was tom brady walking out of the stadium or is he walking into the stadium i to be honest with you i didn't care uh i thought it was hilarious like it was clearly just tom brady fucking with everyone and everyone just bit the bait he's a troll he's like the number one troll and he hasn't been on twitter that long and i respect a good troll so that's why i threw it i put you saw me i put it in the group chat people were going haywire over it now i wrote the article about it there's a million different ways you could you could spin it uh who do you who do you think has more wins next year the bucks or the pats Honestly, I think the the Bucks at this point. Really, think you think Tom Brady makes England, them that much better? I think New England completely has to redo everything because they got rid of uh, two of their stud uh, linebackers. Um, they got rid of obviously Tom Brady. They're going to have to be a run heavy offense with a solid defense. Their defense is good, but they lost two key players on their defense. They lost the number one signal caller, one of the greatest of all time. And, you know, who who do they have there at, at this point? Stidham, you know, but yeah, I don't know. Moving on to, to, to the next, you know, with with uh, Philip Rivers signing with the Colts, you know, does that leave the option of I know Jacoby Brissett got a contract last year. Does that maybe leave the option for Brissett to go to New England and take over that job there? You know, there, there's a lot of what ifs, um, but uh, I figured more so that Philip Rivers was leaving. You know what? I, I wrote an article today, and and I posted it, and it was about Tom Brady going to the Bucks, and I, I wrote the three teams that he was linked to. This was before he went to the Bucks, and I threw in the Lions, and then I said, "No, that's wishful thinking." But I think you and I had this conversation. How how good, how smart could it have been for both teams to trade Stafford to New England? For Tom Brady and a few picks, you, you know, you're getting maybe two years out of Tom Brady. Stafford's going to be able to go in there and play for another five, six years at a high level in New England. And Detroit on the back end would get a few draft picks, have a great quarterback, uh, a game changer, a, a real leader. Not saying Stafford's not. I love Stafford, but but you throw that out there. And I wrote that in the article. I'm sure people think I'm nuts, but it's it's gone. It, it's done and over. It was never an option. But to me, on paper, it looks good, but – I'm also no GM, so. Where does Stafford get traded to the Patriots and then the Lions draft Tua? Is that like – because that's originally I mean, what my original theory was. And it, it – like, do you think the Patriots okay, acquire another not. quarterback or are they going with somebody that they have in their system right now? What do you think? They got oh, – uh, Was it Stidham their best be, option right now? Yeah, he was a rookie last year, so and he didn't even sniff the field. So, so at this point – yeah, I feel like they have to get gonna, somebody. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't be surprised have, if the know, Lions are honestly, mixing that. Yeah, because you got that back link of, you know, between the two teams trading back and forth. It seems like, uh, you know, I, I do. I, I, you know, what's funny is listening to the hockey guy over here talking about this. It kind of gets <laughs> gets the wheels churning, and you start thinking like, you know, that that could make sense. Um, I know that whole Stafford story in Detroit being traded, wanting to be traded, or whatever might have been fabricated. Uh, it might have had a little truth to it because how long can you play with an organization whether you love them or not and, and continue to lose, you know? But uh, but yeah, I think you have a good point. So, and I know we've talked about it just in general. Would 
that that scenario, would you be okay with that? Drafting two, absolutely, I would be. You're you're eye on Tua, huh? I just would like to see. I would like to see us take that chance. The Lions take that chance to get a playmaker at quarterback. We haven't had one yet. So are you? Um, are you? Okay, so so obviously last year Lions opened up with uh, Arizona. We saw the first Kyler Moore, Kyler Murray. You know I, he had an up and down season. Then you saw Lamar Jackson have a great season. Now what Arizona is doing, keeping Larry Fitzgerald, getting DeAndre Hopkins, could he potentially have that that second year like uh, Lamar Jackson had this year, or is what Jackson did so so far out there that no quarterback's ever going to really touch anything like that? I don't know if I don't know if if we had Fitzgerald like five years ago, maybe, but I mean he's still a good receiver. I just don't think. Okay, there's a couple pieces to it because I don't think Murray will be as good as Lamar Jackson was. Lamar Jackson had a crazy year. But Lamar Jackson's not going to be as good as Lamar Jackson was. So can Kyler Murray next year be better than Lamar Jackson next year? Absolutely, I think so. You really think that? I I, I just think, like you said, I think Lamar Jackson – can can Lamar Jackson be as good as Lamar Jackson was? But we've got two years in a row where, you know, we're we're talking about um, – um, Patrick Mahomes, God, I'm having such a blank today with names, but Patrick Mahomes, you know, he had that year where we're like, man, there's no way he's going to duplicate it. This past year he got banged up, but I mean, he's different. he comes out and does the same exact Oh, he's different. Is that what He it is, is different. He's, he's way better than Lamar Jackson. See, and, and you know, there was a point where those two were throughout the season very, very uh, put put side by side and said, you know, this is is one better than the other. Who would you start your organization with? So, but but in general, I, I do. I, I feel like there's something about you that's a little quarterback whisperer. You've always got some some kind of hot takes, some kind of good takes on on quarterbacks in general. Um, you know, the Stafford Tua thing, I think would really make sense, especially where Detroit's at in the draft. Um, you know, even I, I don't think you're going to get a commanding pick. Um, from Stafford, I think more so it probably. If I mean, Stafford was traded to the Patriots, what do you what do you think you could get in return? I would at least ask for a second rounder, but the way the Lions trade people, I could see us getting like a third rounder, and like maybe them eating some of the salary. But you'd have to at least get a second round second round pick out of him because he's a proven first round first he's rounder. A first Iron overall Man. pick, yeah. Like I'm saying, you, you, he's a proven first rounder where. You can even have the number one pick overall and trade that, and you're still not guaranteed to get what Stafford has. Whether exactly. he's got wins or losses, he's got stats. I know stats don't tell the picture, but whatever. To play on the Detroit Lions, pass-heavy offense, to what he's doing, he's putting up MVP numbers before he got hurt last year. So, yep. Uh, but, Drew Brees anyway. re-signs with the Saints two years. Yeah, two years. Same. He's getting the same amount of money as Philip Rivers. How do you feel about that? Any any thoughts on that? Well, he's getting fifty mil in you know, two years. I- that's and Philip Rivers gets what one year twenty five, so it's the same. They get twenty five a year. I, to to me, I I thought Breeze would have the one year contract, and I thought maybe Philip Rivers would sign a two year contract. So to me, not too shocking. Uh, I think it's a great deal for the Colts. Outside of, you know, yeah, you're paying twenty five million, but it's it's a prove it thing. You know, he he's played with the. The Chargers, his entire career, he comes to uh, Indy now. You know, I think it'll be a, a great fit for him. You know, to get out of that. You know, he, he's been a 
a charger, like I said, to, to go somewhere else to get that contract. You know, if he does well, he'll, he'll get re-signed again. But, but I Breeze, I mean, two years, I figured he'd have one more year in him. Uh, but, I mean, it, it's not too shocking. I think it's more so shocking that Breeze signed for two years, even though one extra year is no big deal. So They were traded for each other back in the day, if you remember that. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. But And then, you know, on the flip side, kind of tying back to all this, Miami totally blowing their load in the first two days. I think they spent a hundred or they wrapped up $131 million yesterday in the, uh, in free agency. It's the most money ever spent by a team in 10 years. And they weren't done today signing Jordan, Jordan Howard. Uh, I think it, it was Byron Jones that they signed as a cornerback yesterday. Okay. Are those the two best uh, guys? I, I didn't see anybody. Uh, I didn't see anybody that they signed. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got a few names and stuff like that, but those are the ones that really stand out. And, and like I said, Jordan Howard was a, you know, today was the second day, but he he played well for uh, Philly last year. He's got enough in the tank, and especially where they're at with their situation in running back. You know, it, it's it's crazy to see a team that completely got rid of everybody last year, had nothing going for them. They were to the point where they were playing third stringers, and now all of a sudden they're making this giant play for, uh, you know, in, in free agency. So, of course, CERN, uh, shout out to CERN. He's, he's definitely loving this right now, and I know he uh, – he, you know, it doesn't guarantee anything, but you got to be help, you got to be happy if you're a Dolphins fan, which I'm not, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, either so, way, what over I mean, under four and a half wins, probably, maybe uh, five and a half, maybe. I'm not sure. They, yeah, they they still don't have a quarterback. I mean, they've got Rosen and Fitzpatrick, but I mean, at least they don't no well, they don't go through Tom Brady anymore. Yeah, so look at last year, but uh, I think they're over. I, I think they get five wins, five at least five wins next year. So, but but who knows? But uh, so so uh, moving on. Enough about NFL free agency. That was our, our quick hit quit. Our quick hit. Um, you know, shifting into this this coronavirus special. We, we made this a little special because we're gonna, like I said, bring on some uh, some staff members. But uh, you know, right now without sports. You know, the past couple of weeks we've been talking about hockey, really, really playing that out, getting into the playoffs. Who's going to make it? Who's a dark horse? Who's looking good? And that completely just evaporated, you know. So I know for you as a hockey guy, that was difficult. And then obviously seeing every other sport that you may follow to, to kind of, uh, you know, heal the wounds at the time is gone now too. So so what are you doing? What's in your mind or, or at least for the next – one two months. I know they talked about MLB opening day, moving that back as well. What are what are you doing to pass the time? What are you doing outside the box? Well, first off, I just want to say I'm devastated um, by having no sports. You know, the coronavirus is doing what it's doing, but I'm devastated by having no sports. It sucks. I still literally will. It'll be like six o'clock, and I'll power on my PlayStation. I'm like, what? NHL TV, what game am I watching tonight? And, ah, oh, fuck, shit, there's no hockey. Uh, I've gotten good at cooking. I'll be honest, we made some fire lasagna the other day. It's the best lasagna. <laughs> like, even restaurant bought lasagna. It's the best lasagna I've ever had in my life, and I made it. So, uh, I also got some chewy cookies. I've been baking cookies. And uh, enjoying the view from my balcony, man. That's really it. And, oh, the new yeah. – probably, you're probably too old to play Call of Duty, but – 
the call the new Call of Duty came out and I've been playing that. What are you talking about, bro? How old are you? I just turned twenty six. Okay, I I might be close to ten years older than you, but, <laughs> but no, I used to run that shit. When when me and my wife first got, I married, believe it. For some reason, I believe it. Um, it's because it, Blaine, dude, Blaine's like the biggest esports nerd, and he would be the type of person like like I was the guy that would would run up in the steps and set the claymores down and, and kind of spot for everybody, and I can't hit <laughs> them down. I was that guy, but I I would get you know I was that guy that would go like twelve and zero because I would just yep. hide and pick people yep. off. Well, Blaine's going out there going 50 and four or something like that. So, so I always look good. My KD was always looking sweet, but you know, I didn't really have anything. Every once in a while, you know, I'd get up to that chopper in the sky. My kill streaks would get up there, but I always used to uh, roll with a care package, um, the radar or the UAV and maybe one other thing. I never, I never set the bar too high for myself. I, love I, I knew that no, no matter how long the game was, I was never getting up there, but, but I was happy with the 12 and 0 while yeah. everyone else was getting pissed off at me. So, that's hilarious. So, yeah, that, 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 that used to be the jam, and actually, you know what? I should fire it up. If I didn't have some booty uh, internet out here, I'd be I'd be uh, murking people. So <laughs> I'd be I'd be running around my noob tube. It keeps it out, bro. I mean, the noob tubes keep the booty out. So, but yes, uh, I'm glad uh, glad you brought that up. I just dropped a little knowledge on you. I hope you're happy. No, I appreciate that, man. I just load up the new one. I'll smoke you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, probably. It takes me – if I didn't buy the game like when everybody else did, I would be so far behind in the maps and had no clue where I was going while these dudes are like running to their spot and stuff like that. So it used to be fun. I released the dogs. What have you been doing to kill time? You probably don't Honestly, to tell you the truth. No, man, I cook. I love it. I love it. I cook all the time. Me and my What's wife, your best man, dish? Gotta... What's your – like if I was like, make me a dish – it's gonna fucking wow me. What what's your go to? Probably some I mean, I know this is lame, but I, I cook some mean chicken chunks. Okay. I can't I can't do chicken, like, bro. Like I I chop them all up, you know, get them in little nice almost like boneless size chunks. Hit them, put a little oil in, hit them, hit them on the uh, the stove, and then I'm not gonna lie, I, I cheat a little. I got that beat up sauce, but a lot of times I'll make my own kind of sauce. I like making garlic parmesan. That that I can do on my own. Just a little garlic parm, a little sauce, you know. Here, that, that stuff's good. So I do like cooking, but uh, honestly, to tell you the truth, man, my daughter's two. She's uh, the terrible twos now. So whatever she wants to do, that's what I'm doing at this point. <laughs> We're in March, and I think I've watched The Grinch six hundred times already. So, but uh, but it, it's it's good. It gives you time to focus on the family, and uh, you know, I mean, I know every word of that movie, and every morning, I just I just tell her, I said, I think Netflix deleted it, and my wife's like, just turn it on for, her. and I'm like, man, <laughs> I think so. Netflix deleted. They took it off. They took it off Netflix. Yeah. So, Try but uh, but either way. I'm just just keeping it real. Sports uh, obviously fuel us. Uh, we're, you know, as Americans, you know, we have the luxury of sports. It's crazy to sit back and and realize that we don't have that. Like you said, turn on TV and I saw the XFL was on TV today. I was like, holy shit, what's going on? And then of course I'm dumb. It should have. I was like, oh, that was a pre or recording from two weeks ago. You know, like whatever. So yeah, just, I was gonna uh, say I haven't uh, doing slots. I haven't got to the point where. I'm watching 
old games yet. Like, I see people doing. No, I see I it on Twitter. I can't watch like OX. People like they'll post something from like 2012, and I'm like, this sh- this footage is awful. I can't watch this. <laughs> yeah. We should start like a maybe we start like a gambling site and like start bet- betting on uh, like games from years ago. How funny would that be, dude? If you got if you had if we had ten people in a room who had no idea the outcome of some random ass game, you could pick like game thirty six of the two thousand eight NBA season. season. <laughs> yeah, fucking Brooklyn you just Nets tell play. Like, That's, yeah. <laughs> and you oh, get shit. you got no internet X. Dude, that would be hilarious. I love this idea. I love it. We gotta make it and we'll figure something out. But uh but yes, that is our uh our, our quick coronavirus special between Zach and I. Like I said, uh, once we leave here, uh, you'll have about eight minutes of uh, of kind of staff members that, that uh, work with us, their thoughts and how they're uh, coping and dealing with uh, with no sports uh, at this point. And, and kind of w- we'll see where, where it takes us. So uh, Shout out everyone who did this, by the way. How many – you told me before. Yeah. How, how many people submitted? Like five or six people. Yeah, so five clearly the other people figured out what to do while there was no sports, and they're too busy to record. So I guess we're going to find out what these awesome seven people have to say or however many it is. So, so we, will, we will hit you with that. Uh, uh, I mean, from, uh, from us here, myself, Zach, Mac, this is What's Up, Belly Up. Uh, stay on for about the next eight minutes, and you'll you'll hear what the rest of the uh, the old coworkers here at uh, Belly Up Sports have to say about uh, their off season and and no sports. So uh, you guys take it easy. Each one of them is smarter than me. Hi guys, Chuck Stullheber here. I'm a baseball writer for Belly Up Fantasy Sports. In the near future, you'll be able to follow along in a new series called The Lost Season, where I simulate the entirety of the 2020 baseball season on MLB The Show 20 for the PS4. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and you'll see me go completely insane at the loss of live sports. It'll be fun. Hey, this is Jade Johnson, uh, process nerd, wielder, of sass, snark, and sarcasm, very unapologetically. I wear a few hats for Belly Up. I am the head editor, the director of personnel, and nearest and dearest to my heart, the hoops department head. And life without basketball is a problem for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm that person that when it gets to be October, I'm starting to itch a little bit for some basketball action. I'm digging deep in the internet for any information I can find, just waiting for the preseason to start. Yeah, all you people that say preseason games don't matter, mm -mm. I need preseason just so that I can get my fix again. So right now that there's going to be no basketball, no NBA for at least 30 days, it's going to be a problem. Usually I get to, I have to go through my withdrawal period having got to experience the fun and excitement and everything that goes along with the playoffs. And now we're just kind of left hanging near the end of the season, not knowing what's going to go on. So here's my coping strategies. My Xbox has been fired up for the first time in over a year. Uh, So there'll be racing games on my TV pretty steadily. There will be a lot of knitting done. Yes, I said knitting. I knit pretty much every day. Um, I've always kind of been an old lady trapped in a not old lady's body. So there's that. 
Um, and pretty much, yeah, just hoping everybody's okay, keeping track of my friends and family. I'm sure some people I haven't talked to in a little bit are going to hear from me because I won't be writing anything right now. But um, everybody stay safe. Don't panic. Wash your hands. And sports and basketball will be back before you know it. What's up, y'all? My name is Kenny Yeag. I am a writer for Belly Up Fantasy Sports, and that is exactly what sports are now. They are a fantasy. I have 26 fantasy sports teams across all the major sports, and they're all useless, and I have no idea what to do with my extra time. Lately, I've been contemplating going and buying MLB The Show and having my own baseball season. Um, I kind of wanted to see hockey play out because I had good hopes for my Predators. Also wanted to see my Sixers in the playoffs. But, you know, I guess we got to take precautions where precautions need to be taken. I was also kind of looking forward to WrestleMania. That would have been fun. But I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do now. I think I'm mainly just going to play video games and hope this all smooths over. I don't know. Maybe I'll work on my car or something. I I don't know. I legitimately don't know what I'm going to do without sports. But we'll all make it through and we'll all get to see the end of our seasons. Hopefully. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm a contributing author at Belly Up Sports. I've primarily written about football since I joined the team in January, but I've also written some satire articles, like that one time that robot umpire went berserk at the Yankees preseason game. I really hope he hasn't found John Connor yet. Anyway, I bet you're asking, Ryan, what are you going to do with no sports for at least the next 30 days? Well, one thing I'm doing is that I'm enriching my life, and I'm taking my final class at Regent University online. I'll be earning my bachelor's degree in communication, and it'll be a concentration in journalism. I hope to travel to Virginia Beach to walk the stage in May, provided this coronavirus thing blows over by then. I'll also be watching copious amounts of content on ESPN+, including 30 for 30 and Southern Hemisphere Rugby, old sports clips on YouTube, and streaming sports movies on Netflix and Amazon. So look out for my review of Most Viable Primate, coming soon to Belly Up Sports. Until we see the sports landscape turn its head again, just want to wish you all safe travels, wash your freaking hands, and don't hoard all the toilet paper. Till next time. Bye. Hey, Belly Up Sports Podcast listeners, this is Donovan Jones, one half of the Friars on the Farm podcast. Uh, without any Major League Baseball or Minor League Baseball, um, my wife has promised that we are <laughs> she's going to make me watch all the Broadway musicals that have been turned into movies. Uh, so uh, you may be a little young to know of movies such as Bye Bye Birdie, um, Cabaret, A West Side Story, um, she, uh, The Music Man I have to watch again. She is a huge Music Man um, fan. Um, and we are quickly running out of movies and shows to binge watch, or at least shows to binge watch. So uh, she's going to make me watch Gone with the Wind. Um I'm praying for a quick and painless death or at least for something to turn around uh, so I can please not have to do this much longer. Uh, For all you out there, be safe, be mindful, be kind, and be well. My name is Kayla. I am the wrestling department head, a writer, an editor, and a host of the Queen's Takeover podcast. 
for Billy of Sports. What would I do without sports? Cry. No, I wouldn't cry. Um, but I do have to admit it'd be really weird not seeing a basketball game, XFL, golf, anything on TV, especially if it interrupts your favorite television show. Um, I would probably more than likely continue to write my wrestling, um, help maybe bring out different brands, recruit people that need something to write about if they lost their favorite sport right now. Um, basically just expand my mind and find new interesting things to write about. So hopefully real soon we'll be back in our world of sports. Because without sports, our world is boring. Howdy, y'all. Christopher Pinto, social media manager for Belly Up Football, analyst and writer for Belly Up Fantasy. Growing up in Texas, we watched two things, football and Superman. Now in my adult life, it's normal for football to be on television seven nights a week. During the 2019 football season, my family barely saw me. And when they did, my phone was usually inches from my face. I spent countless days and nights preparing for the NFL draft, free agency, and summer OTAs. With the wide world of sports on hiatus, I find myself in limbo. Not the fun kind like on a cruise ship either, but the floating around in nothingness, Sandra Bullock and gravity kind. The question is, how am I going to cope with my sudden loss? The easy answer is to binge NFL classic games or some reality show. I, however, will take a different approach. I'm going to go to Target, Hobby Lobby, Bath and Body Works, Starbucks, and Ulta. I'm going to lay it on thick with my wife. That way, when I finally get the notification that the NFL has resumed operations, and we finally blip back to reality, I, like Christopher Reeves, will return to my Fortress of Solitude for weeks on end. Thanks and gig'em.